0: Hello brothers and sisters, it's me again, Blake, with Defending Zion. Uh, Today I want to talk about the power to heal and the power to be healed. I think all of us as uh, priesthood holders have always struggled uh, with some common questions or some common concerns when we're giving priesthood blessings. Oftentimes we ask, you know, what is it that we should specifically say in the blessing? Or how can I know that the blessing I'm giving is according to God's will? Um, I know sometimes when I've given blessings, I, I pronounce blessings. And then afterwards, I, I question, like, should I really promised that? Or if I have promised, you know, somebody to, to recover, to to get back to to return to health? Uh, you know, what should I expect of that promise or that blessing? And then. A common concern and question that I think we've all had is what if I give a blessing and the blessing doesn't actually occur? So through this presentation and a discussion of the doctrine, I hope that we can answer all these questions and help us to get more confidence um, in exercising the authority of the priesthood to heal and to be healed. So first we learned in Doctrine and Covenants 46 that um, as part of the gifts of the Spirit that come after we receive the Holy Ghost, uh, to some it is given to have faith to be healed, and to others it is given to have faith to heal. So in this circumstance, we know that the Holy Spirit is the key to both being healed and healing others. The power to heal, or the faith to be healed, comes through the medium of the Holy Spirit, or the Spirit of God. So first let's talk about the faith to heal. In Doctrine and Covenants 35 it says, For I am God, and mine arm is not shortened, and I will show miracles, signs, and wonders unto all those who believe on my name. And whoso shall ask it in my name in faith, they shall cast out devils, they shall heal the sick, they shall cause the blind to receive their sight, and the deaf to hear, and the dumb to speak, and the lame to walk. So first we know that we need to have the faith to heal. So faith is a principle of power. Um, It works by uh, mental exertion. And we know that we need to ask um, for this ability to be able to obtain this gift um, by asking Christ in Christ's name. So we ask the Father in Christ's name for the power to heal. We exercise the faith. We uh, use mental exertion as the prophet Joseph Smith um, describes to obtain this gift and then we're promised that once we have this we shall heal the sick and accomplish all types of wonders and miracles now if we don't have the faith to be healed or if, or if we don't feel as if that power is in us why is that? well Mormon uh, excuse me Moroni gives us the reason Uh, The reason why he ceaseth to do miracles among the children of men is because they dwindle in unbelief and they depart from the right way and know not the God in whom they should trust. Behold, I say unto you that whoso believeth in Christ, doubting nothing, whatsoever he shall ask the Father in the name of Christ, it shall be granted unto him. And this promise is unto all, even unto the ends of the earth. So again here uh, is another testimony that we need to have faith through believing in Christ, through our, our doubting nothing, and then we need to ask the Father in the name of Christ for this to be granted, this this power to heal, or this gift to heal. Uh, the things that get in the way of it, and us being able to exercise that gift, is our dwindling in unbelief, departing from the right way, and generally not knowing about God and and not understanding his, his characteristics and his attributes. But behold, faith cometh not by signs, but signs follow those that believe. Yea, signs come by faith, not by the will of men, nor as they please, but by the will of God. So, in the other scripture we read, we heard a few different phrases or words like signs, miracles, wonders. All of these are talking about the same thing. They're just different words to describe the same thing. So in this scripture, we're told that signs only come about because of faith. So these miracles, these wonders, uh, these healings only come about because of uh, the faith of the person that is exercising the faith to heal. It's not the other way around. So um, a healing does not produce faith. Now the next important part we understand from the scripture, um, is that we do this not by our own will, but we do it by the will of God. So we bring forth these signs, these miracles, these wonders through our faith, but it's all contingent upon the will of God. And this may be perhaps one of the hardest parts to to discern and to understand. So let's go through it and study some of the doctrine of it. Um, in First Nephi 7.12, we read um, Nephi And his account is he's admonishing his brethren. He says, How is it that ye have forgotten that the Lord is able to do all things according to his will for the children of men, if it so be that they exercise faith in him? Wherefore, let us be faithful to him. So we believe in a God that is all-powerful. He can do all things according to his own will. His will... Is manifest to us and occurs um, as we exercise faith in Him. So as we exercise faith in Him, we understand more of that will. Um, so it's it, you know it's kind of a, a, a circular process. As we think here of faith, then we learn the will of God. Then we exercise that ability to heal or that that gift of healing. And as Nephi is exhorting his brethren to help to build the boat and basically saying, you know, the Lord's commanded me to do this. Um, He tells his brothers this, If God had commanded me to do all things, I could do them. If he should command me that I should say unto this water, Be thou earth, it should be earth. And if I should say it, it would be done. So Nephi here is expressing his faith in God Faith that, if God commands him to do something, he can do it. So, faith helps us to determine the will of God. Once we determine the will of God, then we can appropriately give blessings that are in accordance with that will, and we can exercise the faith to heal. Now, what about the faith to be healed? This is also the reciprocal part of the, uh, the gifts of the Spirit. Require not miracles. Except I shall command you. So there again, we need to have a command from the Lord. We need to know that this uh, miracle, this wonder, this sign is God's will. Except for casting out devils, healing the sick, and against poisonous serpents, and against deadly poisons. And these things ye shall not do, except it be required of you by them who desire it, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. For ye shall do according to that which is written. So in order to exercise the faith to be healed, we understand that those who are requiring it, or asking for it, must actually do it. Uh, They must actually request it. Um, the The actual requesting of the blessing shows faith. Now, that's not to say that we as priesthood holders can't extend that invitation for them to exercise faith. We can totally do that, and that's totally appropriate. Uh, But faith is required on the part of the person that seeks that gift of healing. And it shall come to pass that he that hath faith in me to be healed and is not appointed unto death shall be healed. So, again, we learn how the will of God is important in this, this gift of being healed. Um, if it's not God's will that the person die at that time, we, and it is the will of God that they be healed, and they exercise faith to be healed, then they can obtain that blessing. It's, it's a foregone conclusion that that will occur. Now, the same thing happens to those who have faith to see or have faith to hear, or faith to leap. All of these miracles and wonders happen through this process. And they who have not faith to do these things, but believe in me, have power to become my sons. And inasmuch as they break not my laws, thou shalt bear their infirmities. So if we don't have the faith to be healed, but we do have faith in Christ, we believe in Christ, um, we still... Have power to become the sons and daughters of Christ. We still have power to obtain great blessings in our lives. It may not be blessings of healing, but they are still spiritual blessings to be obtained. And I, I really like this invitation at the end of the scripture about bearing their infirmities. You know, as priesthood holders, oftentimes we think that the only thing we can do is offer a priesthood blessing, right? Well. With ministering and, and doing it in a higher and holier way, we know that we can also minister to them in their infirmities. So we can provide other support and other help to them to help lighten their load. I think a really good scripture uh, account that describes this process of having the faith to be healed is actually the account of Zeezrom and Alma 15. And I'll just go through and I'll just read this and um, highlight some of the key parts that show us how uh, Zeezrom had the faith to be healed and how he exercised that. And uh, how Alma, as the priesthood holder who had the authority to give this blessing, um, determined whether or not Zeezrom had the faith to be healed. And also Zeezrom lay sick at Sidom with a burning fever, which was caused by the great tribulations of his mind on account of his wickedness. For he had supposed that Alma and Amulek were no more, and he supposed that they had been slain because of his iniquity. And this great sin, and his many other sins, did harrow up his mind, until it be- did become exceedingly sore, having no deliverance. Therefore he began to be scorched with a burning heat. Now when he heard that Alma and Amulek were in the land of Sidom, his heart began to take courage. And he sent a message immediately unto them, desiring them to come unto him. And it came to pass that they went immediately, obeying the message which he had sent unto them. And they went unto unto the house unto Zazrim, and they found him upon his bed, sick, being very low with a burning fever. And his mind also was exceedingly sore because of his iniquities. And when he saw them, he stretched forth his hand, and besought them that they would heal him. And it came to pass that alma said unto him taking him by the hand believest thou in the power of christ unto salvation and he answered and said yea i believe all the words that thou hast taught and he said yea i believe according to thy words and then alma cried unto the lord saying o lord our god have mercy on this man and heal him according to his faith which is in christ and when Alma had said these words, Zeezrom leaped upon his feet and began to walk. And this was done to the great astonishment of all the people. And the knowledge of this went forth throughout all the land of Sidom. So we know that Zeezrom was struggling with physical sickness, but also like a mental or spiritual sickness as well, because of the, the pain of, of his sins that, um, that he was feeling and experiencing. He actually reaches out. He sends a message to Alma and Amulek to come and to visit him. And then as they come, uh, he asks for a healing. He has to be healed. Now as good priesthood holders, Alma tests um, to see whether Zeezrom has the faith to be healed. So he asks him, do you believe in Christ um, unto salvation? And Zeezrom um, answers truthfully, and says, yes, I, I believe, and I believe that all thy words, that thou was taught. So because Zeezrom had this faith to be healed, um, he was he was given that blessing, and the will of the Lord was done in this uh, conversion of Zeezrom. Because you think about where Zeezrom started, um, how he fought against them, uh, God's servants, and then as he felt the pain of his sins and experienced this great sickness and then this great healing Um, not only was his body healed but his spirit or his soul was healed as well so i just love this story now more about what about those that don't have the faith to be healed Um, we're told in doctrine covenants 42 that whosoever among you are sick and have not faith to be healed but believe shall be nourished with all tenderness with herbs and mild food and that not by the hand of the enemy so if a person does not have the faith to be healed if um, we don't discern that in them but they still believe um, you know we can minister in other ways to them to lighten their load to help bear their burdens and the elders of the church, two or more, shall be called, and shall pray for and lay their hands upon them in my name. And if they die, they shall die unto me. And if they live, they shall live unto me. So again, this principle of the will of God happening in the life of the person. Um, we can we can offer blessings to people. Uh, we can give them the will of God. We can't change the will of God. Um, but we can discern it, and we can give those blessings that are in accordance with the will of god and whether a person dies or whether they lives we can know that it is god's will and that it is part of his perfect plan for that person uh i really really enjoyed this ensign article in um, the august 2016 ensign it's by elder bednar it's based on a talk that he had given and it's a, a personal experience that he had where he experienced this you know this faith to heal and this faith to be healed. Um, so the story goes: there's a young couple that gets married, and the husband comes down with cancer. And they, you know, they receive priesthood blessings, and they're visited by Elder Bednar. They have a discussion with Elder Bednar, and he he asks them some questions. Um, you know, he he says to the to the man John, do you have The faith to not be healed if it's the will of our heavenly father that you're transferred by death in your youth to the spirit world to continue your ministry do you have the faith to submit to his will and to not be healed um so this was something that perhaps elder bednar had not really considered maybe it was given him by the spirit i'm not really sure but um for this young man he came to understand that if it was God's will for him to die, um, then that then that is something that he still needed to have faith in. He needed to trust that God's will was, um, was what was best for him. And if it was God's will that this young man be healed, um, then he also understood that the blessing could only be, re- be received if uh, this young man and this couple had the faith to not be healed if they had the faith to accept God's will. Elder Bednar taught also that strong faith in the Savior is submissively accepting of His will and timing in our lives, even if the outcome is not what we had hoped for or wanted. So God's will is supreme. Um, we can let God prevail in our life. We can let His will prevail in our life by submissively accepting of it. Um, even if even if the outcome or his will is not what we have in mind or what we would sincerely hope for um, our will can be swallowed up in the will of the Father just as Christ was and through that the Lord's will can be done and great things can still be brought to pass. Now as I mentioned this young man he had received a number of priesthood blessings before by a number of people and he, said that he had realized that ultimately it doesn't matter whose hands were on his head. He realized that God's power was the same no matter who laid their hands on his head. And that God would make his will known to us individually and through his authorized servants. So I think that's an important principle to realize, that we, through personal revelation, can know the will of God concerning us. So in blessings... um, or in times when we are sick, we can receive God's will to us individually. We can know what that will is. Um, We can also have authorized servants come and bless us to know, and they can know what that will is as well, and then bless us according to that will and according to our faith. Now, that's a struggle I think a lot of us have, um, really letting God's will prevail in our life. Um, this young man even questioned, why should I have faith if his will is ultimately what is going to prevail? Um, why, why can't I just have it my way? Um, after this experience, this young man said he knew that having faith, at least in his circumstance, was not necessarily knowing that he would heal me, but that he could heal me. So it's faith in the goodness of God, faith in his absolute power to be able to heal So even in times when we may have strong faith, many mountains will not be moved and not all the sick and the infirm will be healed. If all opposition were curtailed, if all maladies were removed, then the primary purpose of the Father's plan would be frustrated. You'll remember that Abraham teaches us that, that this life is a life to be proven, to be tested, to be tried. So if we never had sickness, we could never know health Um, so that's a divine part of God's plan Um, not that it makes uh, bearing these sicknesses or infirmities any easier but knowing the will of God can give us comfort during that time and as we're blessed and we um, are given the will of God and we see that more clearly uh, then we see as God sees and we see what his purposes are for us Now, finally, I want to address that last concern. What happens if you give a blessing and it doesn't come to pass? Well, you can go through and and you can kind of troubleshoot and you can see what the, the issue is. First, perhaps you did not exercise the faith to heal. Second, perhaps the person requesting the blessing did not have the faith to be healed. So, again, uh, both of these need to be present. Both of these are gifts that need to be exercised. Third, the specific blessings that you gave were simply not the will of God. So, did you hear him clearly? Did you clearly discern what the will of God was? Fourth, the specific blessings that you promised were not the will of God at that time. So, I don't want you to discount the fact that it may still be the Lord's will for that person to be healed at a future time. Um, That perhaps may not be known to us, but don't try to set a timetable on healing blessings. And lastly, perhaps you're short-sighted and you expect the miracle or the blessing to occur in one specific way. And that's the only way it's going to happen. Um, If you think that way, i invite you to open your mind and see how the blessing can be fulfilled in other ways, Um, perhaps even ways that you may not have imagined. Brothers and sisters, I know that God is a God of miracles. I know that he gives his power to heal to men here on the earth. And I know that we can exercise the faith to be healed. These are amazing blessings that are going to become necessary in the future. We know that there's trials and troubles and tribulations coming. And it may be that the only thing that sustains us is healing blessings and exercising the faith to heal others. Perhaps that is the way that will keep our families safe from all the afflictions that are coming to us. I bear testimony of these things and testify that this is a true principle given um, through revelation uh, by a prophet of God. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.